Hey everyone, welcome to Bamcast Extra, episode 111. <laughs> I don't know. 111 episodes. Oh, 11 deep. Yep. I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. We're back uh, this week. Voters in the poll have decided we should watch 1981's Piranha 2, The Spawning. Mm. Piranha 2. Mm. Yeah. Uh, or Piranha 2 Flying Killers, as the print on the Blu-ray wants to call it. Sure. Um, yeah, so we watched Piranha way back during summer camp theme, whatever that was. We were watching summer camp movies. Okay. Uh, that's when we watched Piranha. So, Piranha 2. Uh, most notably, James Cameron's quote-unquote directorial debut. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Cameron was working for Roger Corman doing special effects and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, they like fired three directors and then finally he directed it and then they threw him out and who knows it's the, the, the production history behind this one is a lot like poltergeist and that I don't think we will ever know exactly what the hell happened because people just don't talk about it. Mm. So, uh, but that's where the <laughs> that's where the similarities between this movie and Poltergeist end because they are mm, two completely different things. Um, I recall liking Piranha a lot. Uh, I thought it was, I mean, it's you know a small, very low budget movie, but the characters were good and the the attack things were le- legit terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like they were murdering kids and just it was it was a pretty good low budget Jaws ripoff. Right. Piranha 2 uh, is surprisingly vaguely connected to the first one. They do acknowledge that the first one, the events of the first one existed. But basically, it is just science decided, hey, what if we also gave these things wings? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, give them them some Red Bull. Yeah. um, Yeah, so what if there was a thing that could literally live anywhere on the planet and murder anything it comes in contact with? What a great idea. Oh, you mean people? People can't really like not for long periods of time hang out underwater. Well, we well, but like, you, we've a, invented things that allow us to. Eh, How many submarine movies have we watched? Sure, Jeff? but you and I just can't go get in a submarine. But if you and I had wings, we could just go fuck something up <laughs> in the sky. And I beg to differ. We could go just go get in the submarine. I don't think we could just go get in the submarine. Oh, sure, sure. There's submarines plenty. We could go to that one where they film all the movies, like Blackwater, and uh-huh. but I don't think that submarine's going anywhere. Oh. Anyway, it just seems real dumb. Man's hubris. Right. <laughs> Let's build a murder monster that can literally go anywhere and do anything. Uh, but first, it takes a hell of a long time to get to any of that information. Well, we get some uh, We get some people, like the movie opens and, and, and two uh, younger people are about to fuck in a boat, I think. They want to fuck in a boat. Dude's okay. not having any luck. Yeah, it's Any, no fuck luck. <laughs> it's it's weird because like yeah. it's just a shot of a of a raft like mm-hmm. like not even like a real boat. It's just like an emergency, you know, inflatable boat thing. Yeah. And uh, wait, one one uh, oh, okay. One last bit of setup before we get into uh, the right. story bits. Uh so there are numerous cuts of this film. Mm-hmm. There are director's cuts and video cuts and different regions had different versions. Uh we are talking about the 94 minute shout factory version. Okay. So like this scene that we are talking about does not exist in other versions. Oh, okay. So, and it's like, I've seen this. I didn't remember this opening thing at all. Okay. So 
I don't know what I saw, but we may be describing things that you do not remember if you've seen this. Or if you have a copy of it from somewhere else, we may be discussing things that aren't in your copy. So we are, right. we are specifically talking about the Blu-ray that Shot Factory released. Oh, apparently this, uh, looking in the alternate versions on IMDb, mm-hmm. that scene made its debut on a 2002 DVD release. Okay. So if you saw Piranha... To prior to that, you probably never saw the scene. If you were the lucky ones who saw it in a theater. <laughs> right. Um, but yes, there are two people supposedly in a boat, mm-hmm. though we never actually see them because they're both like below the the sides of the boat. Right. And they're just talking about what I want. And it's, 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 I don't know. And it's like, it's like American beer because we're going to be fucking close to water here and soon. And, um, and then it's like, it cuts to like a close up of them and, and you know, and this is where you t- inform me that most of this is like done like an Italian movie where they just shot shit and then dubbed over people yep. that don't really match. Yep. Um, but then a hard cut to they're in this wreck and they're diving mm-hmm. and it's like, okay. To um, the point where I didn't even, un- I didn't understand if these were the same people or not. Right. <laughs> um, but they're swimming around and then all of a sudden she's swimming up on him naked. Mm-hmm. And, and as you said, they're going to scuba dive. <laughs> I, we were joking, like, who are these people? Are they, you know, maybe they figured it out. Maybe they're going to have sex underwater. And I was kidding. Like, right. I was just like, obviously, they're not going to bone in this rusty ship. Well, when she comes out <laughs> completely naked, I was like, oh, he's going to get titness. <laughs> because, yeah, she's naked. And then they start stripping off parts of their apparatus to have the sex. And then the piranhas she, are like. Well, she, like, pulls the knife out of his boot and cuts off his <laughs> his trunks, which is just. That's bad because you have to go back up at some point. You can't just be dangling. Um. Sure you can. Well, <laughs> but yeah, the piranhas because you know horror movie rules are like, hey, young people are about to fuck. We can't have any of that. Get them. Yeah. So they so they get they, got. They, they nom all over their. They do. They get nommed. Yeah. <laughs> they were in the shit. Um. Well, technically, these fish were from the shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, people get murdered right away. Yeah. And then uh, they, they really kind of don't matter for the rest of the movie. Like no. Because, the, the, yeah, they... they I, no, no one I ever th- acknowledges those I people. Think, I think when they go into the boat at one point in time, they find a body. Because there's one shot where when they go, someone goes back in the boat, there's just a random corpse there. And I'm assuming it was supposed to be one of them. Maybe. But anyway, hard cut to like what you said. Now 45 minutes of beach resort setup. Club Elysium, which is, it looks like an okay place, but everyone kind of acts like this is just a shitty B-tier shit resort, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I've seen I've seen lots of movies from the 70s and 80s mm-hmm. with shots of hotels. This seems like an okay place. Sure. I like, mean, it, it looks kind of shitty because your eyes know it's from the early 80s and therefore is automatically aging the entire thing, and you mm-hmm. know now it's a rundown piece of shit, but... It looks fine, but everyone's just like, man, fuck this hotel. Yeah, but it's like an all-inclusive resort, maybe in the Bahamas. I don't know. It's on, it's on an island. It's we know that much. on an island. Uh, they do play like steel drums and stuff like that. Yeah, so they have a reggae band. And... We'll go with that. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I'm going to sum up a whole bunch of this okay. right now. There are a number of characters that get way more screen time than you would think uh, piranha fodder would get right and then when the piranha attack happens maybe three-fourths of the characters we've seen are totally fine mm-hmm. and that makes no fucking sense at all Not like really. why do we spend so much time establishing these people and then they all pretty much make it at the yeah. end there, there's 
there's a couple of primary characters in that there is a lady um, who, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> Anne. Yes. And she's the mom of another character named Chris. Mm-hmm. Which takes us about five minutes to figure that relationship out. Yeah, because he was out fishing, and everyone's like, hey, did you catch anything? Sort of. And then he goes in, and, like, there's this, like, one of those establishing shots of, like, lady in bed with, Mm -hmm. like, you know, the way only people wear uh, uh, sheets in a bed to look sexy. You know, where it's like, it's not covering my leg or my thigh or this part of my body. Mm -hmm. And long shot of her. And then he comes in and, like, has this weird dead fish and is like popping it by her head like rah, rah, and then like and then they kind of wrestle yeah they sort of wrestle and then and it's he like, drops the fish and yeah. and then it's like oh well i gotta go mom and it's like wait mom yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> your mom's nude son yeah um but yeah so like they live in a hotel mm-hmm. she is she the, works there she works there they let her have a room because she's a scuba scuba instructor instructor yeah um her husband, or now I guess sort of expo husband, is Lance Henriksen. The yes. only person in this movie you will probably recognize for mm-hmm. the most part. Um, and for the whole time, I was ready to make the joke during this podcast of saying, well, Lance Henriksen is now the only person to be killed by an alien, a Terminator, and a piranha. But he does not get killed by a piranha. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I guess this started his... He and, and Cameron just kind of broed out on set and were just like, friends forever, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he's the local sheriff. Mm-hmm. Um, he's Brody. That's that's the main cast. Then there's also a dude who's like in her scuba diving class who's constantly hitting on her. Yeah. Um, we see him like leave a note of like, hey, you want to have dinner and order pizza and get down? You know, you on want her, me to scramble your eggs yeah, <laughs> um, on her room service tray at first. And then yeah. he's just like constantly hitting on her throughout the movie. Um yeah, yeah. And she like finally gives in and they have sex and that's when there's a, a weird, yeah. like a weird heel turn in the middle of this movie for no reason and then it's kind of not right. Um, it, it's but it's a whole lot of setup because I mean we meet all kinds of people that are hanging out of this beach like there's I mean it, it's weird because this whole thing is like portrayed like this is the getaway destination for people in New York City yeah. Because yes. like there's two like Jersey or New York ladies that are like, Oh, a doctor. Oh, a man. Yeah. And just like, oh, like, you know, they're they're um oh, fuck. The people from Club Paradise. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh Mary, Mary Gross, Gross and, and um Andrea Martin. Yeah. 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 They're basically them. Yeah. And yes. um, yeah. <laughs> and there's like, oh a man. You're like, oh um, yeah, they're they're there and then there's like a dentist guy and they're they're that whole thing is given way too much time in this movie because mm-hmm. it means fuck all. Um Yep. Except I think her friend gets murdered by a piranha. No, I think her friend is her friend is in the dude's room at the end. Is she? Yeah. Okay. There's there's an old lady who's just looking for yeah, love. Yeah, there's a cougar lady who's chasing after another guy that works there who looks just like Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. And she gets like rejected not really rejected by him at the end, but just like he's having sex with that lady. Yeah. And she's just like, Oh dear, and she hides under a table during the piranha attack and you Right never see her again yeah uh there's a kind of a nerdy proto preppy couple who just take pictures they take pictures and they bitch about things that either are or are not included in the plan that they bought for this resort weekend mm-hmm. um there's there's a, a father and son uh dynamite fishing squad mm-hmm. there because yeah, like the whole thing like 
Lance Henderson rolls up on them like, I told you about dynamite fishing and there's just like, ah, you're gonna cook those <laughs> later, right? And it's like it, it's just like it's like a weird thing they do. We're like, hey, stop dynamite fishing. Ah, well, yeah, at least cook up some fish and love invite me by later. Bye. He, he's uh, yeah, but he's also like, I don't know, I really like the smell of this fuse and lights one and just throws it at Lance Henderson. It's just like the fuck, man, <laughs> has to chuck it out into the ocean. I, I like if there's one thing I, I want to give. <laughs> <laughs> the movie Lo- or the television show Lost credit for. Okay. It's that it finally taught people that despite dynamite being lit or not, mm-hmm. it's still highly volatile. Yes. And, the, you know, and for the longest time in movies, it was just like, ah, throw the sticks of dynamite around. It's mm-hmm. not nitroglycerin or anything. Right. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. No, Lost was just like, well, you know, this is yeah. highly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got arts all over me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying like, you know, I want to thank that show if yeah. nothing else, but for like t- teaching people that like. Be ginger with dynamite. You yep. don't just chuck it around for exactly. fun. Um, yep. Anyway, but yeah, so like that's it's all this like, hey, setting up this whole weird town and all this weird shit. The son gets a job on this dude's boat. The dude acts like he knows how to sail, but doesn't know fuck all about it. And he's he's, he's kind of like, um, oh, what's his face from Magnum P.I.? Higgins. Higgins, yeah. yeah. And he's got a hot, halfly clothed daughter of questionable age. And you're just like, well, they're going to fuck. That's the only reason for this to be the thing. Right. So you've got all of these people and they just talk. Mm-hmm. It's it's not like they cut back and forth to what are the piranha up to? It is a good chunk of time of none of that. Yep. And then finally, they uh, she takes a class out scuba diving and they said, well, there's a Navy rack out here. You know, we, we can go to we can dive to it. We can't go in it. Right. And one dude, this freddie mercury looking guy who is just like but i want to go in the boat and and she's just like no we can't he's like i'm gonna (laughs) (laughs) i want to break free (laughs) so they all dive down to it and he's just like okay i'm i'm going in Mm -hmm. and he goes in and gets piranha'd this is a big thing you know obviously uh oh someone died never mind the first two people who died (laughs) that nobody found them yeah but they found this guy well they did find their boat they did mention that they found the boat true yeah that, that was that was the only thing tying in this lost scene. Right. Is that... Who's this boat Yeah, we to? found this boat. Oh, well, it was over there by the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Or, <laughs> it's not Edmund. It is something Fitzgerald. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, There's no Gordon Lightfoot song about it. So basically, she's like, I have to figure this out. And her husband, Lance Henriksen, is like, no, you don't. And she's like, well, I will. So she and the guy who's been hitting on her the whole time sneak into the morgue to take pictures of the body so that she can do some further examination. Cause she's also, she has a degree in some shit. Like well, she, she mentions. Like, yeah. She was like, I studied marine bi- biology yeah. before they take pictures of the body, leave a bunch of evidence behind. Cause they get caught. Uh, yeah. Nurse is just like, Oh no, no, no. Like yeah. not this time. Get out of here. White people with yeah. your dumb <laughs> spooky bullshit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got the guy in here. He said he was a member of the family and he's having a Halloween party or some shit. And it's like, <laughs> is that code for yeah, gross stuff? I don't know. Uh, I, ho- I hope not. Uh, but uh, she's just like, bump a clip. Get yeah. out of here. And, and then she's like, she's trying to recover the body. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sheet is caught on one of the wheels. And as that's happening, a piranha just kind of burrows out of this dude's corpse and flies out and bites this lady on the neck a yeah, bunch. It's, yeah, it's basically a face hugger yeah. at that point. And then you're like, oh, all right. So these things can just do whatever, huh? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, this is the first time where it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, they can attack from wherever, I guess. Yeah. Including hiding out a dead dude for many hours in a mm-hmm. freezer. Yep. She and and the, the dude have the sex, and then the next morning, uh, 
Lance Hendrickson comes by and is questioning her because they left the fucking evidence behind that they were there. Yeah, it was like literally her drink card for the hotel. Yeah. And her name on it. And she was, you know, she's like, yeah, okay, we were there. We were there taking pictures. He's like, no, you don't understand. There's a nurse with her throat ripped out. And and she's like, yeah, but fish. And he's like, this isn't fish. He's like, there's three dead people, two of which are the last person that ever saw them alive. Yeah. You know, this is a problem. Yep. And then, I don't know, at some point she gets fired from her job. Well, and... she she does the whole, like, classic Jaws thing where yeah. it's like she goes to the mayor slash, you know, hotel runner guy who's like, he's like the events coordinator guy, basically. Right. And she's just like... You know, we probably shouldn't have scuba diving class like today, tomorrow, or the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. And by the way, you should probably cancel like all water-based activities because you know yeah. there's people winding up dead in the in the water. And he's and he's like, oh, well, that's really nice. You're fired. Yeah. Don't Get- you understand how we make money here? Get out. Yeah. And also clean your room out. We need it back. Right. Because um, there's also the um, uh, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead subplot of like everyone's coming here to see the running of the Grunions. So um, yeah, the the titular spawning is an event at this hotel where you wait for the fish to jump up on the beach and then you just run down and catch them and then fry them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which man, way to go, fish! <laughs> um, I think that's a metaphor for life, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm about to fuck. Oh uh, shit! Yeah. <laughs> I'm toast. So yeah, yeah. It's so it's, it's like you know. You've got you know, once it finally stops doing all the the beach blanket bingo bullshit of like you know what the fuck are all these people doing when it finally like kicks in the actual blot mm-hmm. you know when people are getting murdered because mm-hmm. like the nurse gets murdered and then like you know dynamite fishing guy's son gets murdered and I, I just want to take a moment because like because all of this is done in the Italian style of like just film and after dub for some reason I guess they didn't want to pay a voice actor to really do anything for this kid so like the couple times you see him he just he. He seems like um, like Kilgrave's son from like a <laughs> uh, fucking uh, goddamn it, uh, Frisco Frisky Dingo. Goddamn it, mm-hmm. like, yeah, because he's like, yeah, and it's like, what? Yeah, it's like, I'm sorry, huh? Well, yeah, like he so, never has an actual word of dialogue. No, it's, it's not just at all. Gra- random mumbling. Yeah, um, but then like he gets murdered in a in a like a fish cleaning sink, basically. Yeah, like he's just like washing his hands and drops his watch, and then like. And it's not even like the prana comes out of there. It's like the prana comes out from somewhere else. It's like it's one of those like swerve kill things. Yeah. Okay. So there are two characters we didn't talk about. Two uh, naked sunbathers oh, who right. have I, seem to have stolen a boat and are just out joyriding and doing whatever. And there's a whole thing where they break into a kitchen at the hotel and steal a bunch of food. And then they get caught by this simple chef and like recruit him to come out and cook for them because it's the only way they can get the food. Um, and then he brings them the food and then they're like, ha fuck you. These two are the only people that the movie gives you like, please kill them. They're mm-hmm. fucking terrible. Uh, and they do, they, they are like right after, right after the nurse gets killed by the flying piranha, they are the next two to die. And it's an actual legit flying piranha attack where they just fly through the sails and, you know, defenestrate yeah. themselves. They go and, straight for their necks every time, too. That's the other great thing. Well, it's like the only place you can hold it, mm. <laughs> hold the prop, you know, to where. Well, but there, there is a good line that they have because like when the when the chef guy comes to the oh, dock God. with the box and everything, <laughs> he's like. He's like, hey, I'm coming. And He's then, like, here I come. And then they're like, that's what you think. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. 
but yeah, they they are the only two who get like legit set up and legit like man, fuck them, and then legit like dead. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is just like, did that person die? I really don't know. Do you? I don't know. Uh, so okay, so it's the it's the time for the spawning, the the big hotel event, right. and so the 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 dive lady's son Chris is like mm-hmm. gone off with the daughter in a boat and like. They went and had like a blue lagoon session on some other beach. Yeah, they went to another island where there was a waterfall and they yeah. fucking that and then they're just they're then having they're, a good time. Then they're like, hey, well, let's get in the boat. And then they're like, oh, fuck, we're lost because we fell asleep in the boat. Yep. And yeah. Lance Hendrickson is up in a helicopter for legit, I don't know, 36 straight hours mm-hmm. um, looking for them. Yeah, it's, it's like this whole culmination of things that happen. Like the, the dynamite fisher guy finds his dead son mm-hmm. and then has like a brief gearing up montage where he's like, I'm making the mother of all bombs with this Casio timer thing. Yeah. And it's set for 630 because fuck them fish. I'm going to blow up that wreck. Yeah. Which, as you said, as it's like when it's all culminating, we kind of know because of one little bit of incidental dialogue said by the we I don't think we said the 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 scuba diver guy basically like when he has his heel turn he's like yeah I used to work for a project and this is how this is tied into the first movie yeah but you know I quit and I came here because I suspected that they might be on this wreck right and that's the only thing that like ties the piranha to like coming back to this boat because like you know this guy is just like I'm gonna go blow up that fucking wreck and mm-hmm. and that's gonna take care of all the fish and it's like nobody's put that together yeah no you know, really and literally nobody. Um, so like he has this whole thing where like he's gearing up and then like that that dude is like I'm with you let's go fucking blow up that boat. Mm-hmm. Um, so like scuba diver lady's basically just gone back to the hotel and they're like they're she's got the the um, Lance Henriksen's like deputy is like walking around on the beach while she's like keeping an eye on everyone and like yeah. look any sign of like flying piranha attacks we fucking call this off and, and you know shut the place down last mm-hmm. Henriksen's even like even if you have to do it by gunpoint just shut the place down yeah so they're kind of keeping an eye on that lance Henriksen's gotten in a helicopter and is just flying around looking for their son because mm-hmm. he flew over you know higgins boat and like they, they keep turning the radio off and he's like god damn it so like he comes down and they're like yeah they took off in the boat and he's like fuck and so he's just like he spends the rest of the movie, movie looking in, for in a helicopter looking for them yep which the way they describe this place doesn't seem like that would be that hard because it doesn't seem like it's that big. Like everybody knows everybody because like even when the nurse broke in and found the scuba diving, she's like, and what the fuck are you doing here? It's like everybody knows everyone on this right. island. You know, it's like it's probably an island of like 200 people and everybody knows everybody. You would think. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so he's just flying around for the rest of the movie, at least offhandedly says like, oh, I'm going to stop at such and such island and refuel. He does. Yeah. Because like otherwise it's like he would have been up in the helicopter for like eight hours straight <laughs> with no explanation. Right. But. So, this is the build-up to the event of, okay, everyone charge the beach and grab the fish. Right. This legit is a well-done build to what the movie doesn't ultimately pay off very well. Mm -hmm. The build is fantastic. Like, if you just consider the fact that they have been talking about this event for the entire movie, and all the characters that have been introduced are here, and they're all ready to do the thing, Mm -hmm. you're like, okay, fuck yeah, let's do this. And there is tension. There is tension to this. They've got a reggae band there who is just pounding on drums. Yeah, it's real dumb because the events coordinator guy is like <laughs> doing this dramatic thing on the on the mic, which is funny because like the Seth MacFarlane dude is like, you know, like first he's like, all right, there's no way other way to say it. It's like it's it's pretty clear in for a 70s slash 80s movie that they're like, hey, the events coordinator guy is, guy is gay. Hmm. So like. The Seth MacFarlane dude is like, everyone's like, oh, he's a hunk, including the cougar lady. Everybody else is like, he's a hunk. So he comes up with the blonde that, you know, and he's like, sorry, I'm late. And he's like, 
oh, I know why you're late. It's a real shame. <laughs> it's just like, it's like oh, okay. Yeah, it's just like, all right, there's your little joke. Like, yeah, you, know, you should have been with me. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he's just like doing this whole dramatic build-up thing of like, in the ancient times, the 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 grunion would be drawn to these drums. And like, yeah, the reggae band is just, like, three people are pounding like a conga drum at the yeah. same time just to get this like low bass thing. And he's like, I need everyone to be quiet. It's like, Except, Except for the banging of the giant drums that you ordered? Yeah. <laughs> so what? They hear the drums, but if they hear dialogue, they're yeah. going to be like, nah. <laughs> yeah. The deputy the guy gets murdered sort of off screen. Like he's, he just comes up zombified on the beach. Like he's, because yeah. it's, it's real dumb. Like they, they established this like in the first one, like the, the, they create like a bubble stream when they're about to attack. Yeah. So like the whole beach is bubbling and this guy's like, I wonder what that is. And <laughs> apparently goes down and gets murdered and is like trying to crawl back to the walkie talkie to be like, they're here. Yeah. And, but. The, the prana actually drag him off. They like, yoink him yeah, out like, into the ocean. <laughs> like, a, like you know, uh, water skiing speed, basically. Yes. Um, but anyway, so, like, they never got a warning. And then, like, so everyone's like, all right, light the torches. Go get the fish. Yep. And, yeah. Just one to- dude snuck down to the beach early. Mm-hmm. And he get he's the first one to take a flying prana to the neck, mm-hmm. which is just a funny sentence. Um, yeah. And then everyone's like, wait, what the hell? And then, yeah, it's a flying prana attack. And most of, like I said, the named characters that we met in the beginning make it indoors. It's real weird. I think the the wife and the preppy couple takes a flying prana to the chest at one point because I went like, oh, no. And then you don't see her again. Right. But pretty much everyone makes it inside. And then except for the the dynamite fisherman guy who is just standing out there with a torch and you're like, this guy's going to fucking just Roberto Clemente, these fuckers all over the place, just hit all these things with a bat and just get the fuck out of here. But no, he just kind of like, is like, I will absorb all of the well, piranha well, attacks. Well, he's like, like first it was one of uh, pl- piranha flying at him and he's like, oh, I'll swing my torch at you. And, yeah. And then it's like, now there's four piranhas and he's like, oh, I didn't account for that many. Now I'm dead. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, that was weird, all that set-up revenge thing you were setting up for him, and then he's it's, just dead. It's not even like he drew their attention to let everyone get inside. Mm-hmm. Everyone was already inside. He was just standing there. Yeah. And then the other most awkward cut of the movie is, like, right after, like, I mean, this is, like, everyone is standing at the door with, like, blood all over it. Mm-hmm. And all, all this guy is just, like, flailing and dying, and everyone's, like, basically watching Dynamite Fisher dude, like, die. Yep. Um, And then it's just, like, hard cut to... And the scuba diving lady has like changed clothes, mm-hmm. gone down to the docks to get on the, you know, the Elysium dive raft boat, yeah. you know, and then it's like, and but just kind of walking like nonplus. Like I didn't just watch. It's a casual stroll. Yeah. Like I never watched. I just didn't watch a whole bunch of people die, including somebody I yeah. was ostensibly friends with. The thing that they skip and it's, it's the thing that the movie needed was the fact that someone needed to say, okay, look, these things feed and then they go back home. Mm-hmm. But it, it's, it's like. The way this movie shows it, it's just like she watched that dude get killed, went and changed her clothes, and then just casually strolled outside. She is not in any way concerned that a just fleet of flying piranha may attack her. She's just walking down the pier, mm-hmm. you know, to get in the boat, and it's just like, what? Yeah. Why? It's a real weird, awkward cut, especially yeah. after, like, the almost well-doneness of this, you know, piranha frenzy attack on the beach thing. Like, the, the kind of thing you've been waiting the whole movie for, especially, exactly. especially with the... Um, you know, the Poseidon Adventure style setup of like, get to know all these people so that you, when they die, you care. Right. You know, except they're mostly all fine for the most part. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. But anyway, she just strolled down to the beach. Cause like, I guess they were all kind of in on the plan of like, this guy's set some depth charges to, at a certain time, blow up this boat at six 30. Mm-hmm. So she's just like, well, I got to go out there and make sure that happens. Gets on the boat and the 
government dude that she boned is like they're just like oh i see you're here i was expecting dynamite fisher dude and she's like yeah well he got at by some piranhas and right that I, you made yeah so <laughs> i guess we're gonna go and he's like okay then yep so they go and it's just like it just happens it's now it's morning because the timers is set at 6 30 mm-hmm. so it's morning so like the the two kids in the boat have woken up and they're like where the hell are we and then like oh what about that buoy over there it's yeah. like that's probably the channel marker or something like that and row to that go to that and that's probably near the wreck so like of course they're rowing towards the wreck lance henderson is like catching up with them so like it just all kind of comes together so like <laughs> and the dive lady and uh tyler i think his name the uh, the government dude or like tyler they go dive down and it it, it's it's weird again because it never really establishes that they have the charges does it i think it's just like they're she doesn't have them they're on the boat yeah they're i mean i feel like they're already down there yeah so like i don't know what the hell they were doing i i think i think they were on the boat and dude the the dynamite fisherman guy was going to come back at some point and just didn't get there because he decided to stand out in the middle of the piranha attack right i just i'm saying i don't even remember them like going down there and setting the charges it was like they he'd already dropped them on the on the wreck or something oh no no there's a there's a lengthy put dynamite in all the places thing and then i must have just missed yeah zoned out for that part. they uh they try to get out and of course the piranha are like hey yeah they've they've shown (laughs) back up like hey what are you doing here so they just get trapped in the boat but because they're shutting doors behind them to keep the prawn out well and then they start going through the vents <laughs> yeah. of the boat yes. like diehard style with yeah. scuba gear on yeah and so all the prawn are outside just like where the grating is and they can't get in they're just nabbing at every little opening they can try to get into boy this is just a bunch of long bullshit to say that yeah the Tyler, government guy just gets latched on yeah the, he gets snagged on one of the grates while she gets out yeah. you know and they, like they've had to drop pretty much all their gear at this point so she's just free swimming yes. through there yeah um but like he gets caught and and it's Really just like it's his own hubris of like you worked on the project, so right. I guess you have to die. But it's yeah. it's almost like you were always an asshole Gorman scene. Almost. Kind of. You know, because like, yeah, you know, it's like I'll protect him and you get out of here. But yeah. um, anyway, she's she gets out and then like, it's, okay, it's wait. OK, yeah. So sorry. Uh, the the kids have kind of rode towards or no. The, OK, they, they're, they're the, near the, kids, the wreck. The kids are near the wreck. Uh, the boat is there and Lance Hendrickson has found them in the helicopter mm-hmm. and he's like, kids stay right there. And he kind of wraps the CB radio cord around the, the flight stick mm-hmm. for the helicopter. And then it's just like, see ya and jumps out of that thing. And four seconds later, the helicopter just goes and crashes in the water and explodes. And you're like, this was a, what? <laughs> I feel like he could have thrown a rope down and just like, yeah. like, I don't know, drag, like they could have stayed the boat and he could have dragged him using the helicopter something. But- I don't know. But so they all just sit there and wait for her. They're like, get up here. Cause I don't know how they knew she was down there, but they're like, and they well, wait until the, the, the boat's there. So, yeah. I mean. so, of course, everyone's watch is synchronized to whatever time the dude put onto of the course, thing. Yeah. So they wait till about 10 seconds before the bomb is supposed to go off. And they're like, well, got to go. And so they start taking off. Now, this is right when she gets out of the wreck and looks up and sees the boat going by. And she's like, the hell? But then looks over and sees the anchor being dragged. And she's like, well, I'll just jump on that thing. So she just grabs the anchor and goes, yoink. <laughs> And uh, yeah, explosion happens. Yep. The explosion happens. Uh, they cut to a shot of a model of that boat for no reason. There's it's, no explosion in it's the shot. Really weird. I don't know why. <laughs> so and then they're just like, oh, mom's de- dead. That's sad. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Because I don't think we established like Lance Hendrickson jumped in the water, jumped on the boat, mm-hmm. got the you know, got the two kids onto the boat. Yeah. And it's just like, wait till the last second. And it's like, well, I guess she's not coming. She's not going to make it. We got to go. <laughs> right. And then, yeah, she gets she 
water skis with the anchor mm-hmm. and then they're all like oh no she's sad and the other girl maybe should have put a bra on for this moment <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then she's just like mom's just surfaces like hey mm-hmm. and they're like oh you're okay oh, and then good. they all sort of like hug on the dive platform on the back yeah and then right to credits yeah like hard cut to credits yeah it's like uh guess the baron are dead or yeah. maybe not because sequels i don't know well this one at least does not have a bullshit you know like Oh, one swam away, or there's one like flying right over him. Like, I'll get you next time, gadget, or you know, none of that. It's just like, yeah, I guess, I guess they were all in this boat that they never established that that's where they live all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yep. So it's a movie. Yeah, it is. I, you know, you there's not a lot of information about this movie out there, but like the bits and pieces that do exist for it just make it sound like a total production nightmare. Like, it was just, you know, like, Cameron directed it after two other people got fired and then got fired himself before he got to edit it, but then tried to sneak in and edit it. So anyway, it's just, I it on one hand, it's remarkable that a movie came together as close to a structured motion picture as this is with all of that chaos happening behind the scenes. On the other hand, it kind of sucks. I my I, the biggest problem with this movie is that okay the piranha have evolved to being able to fly and no one reacts to that with any kind of like holy shit it's just like you have a couple of naysayers who are just like come on that's bullshit but like when there are flying piranha no one is just like no one is like grabbing that guy just like what the fuck did you do like what in the actual fuck did you do i can understand making a regular piranha a little bit more angry sure but like you attached wings to it what in the actual fuck did you do and there's none of that there's no there's no confrontation there's no there's no just outburst of what in the hell is happening none of that right it it they're treated just like oh well it's a thing you know and mm-hmm. So there's nothing cool about it, and the idea of it is better than the execution of it. So I like Lance Henriksen in this, but I don't really like anything else about it. Uh, there's nudity all over the place, uh, so that's a thing, but whatever. I'm giving it a bag. I just, I, I can't, you will watch this because of who made it, but I can't, I can't say watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just can't. I barely can, so I'm going to give it a single jocks. Okay. I yeah, I mean, I kind of agree. I mean, I I could go either way. It's just, I there's something kind of fascinating about the brokenness of this movie that I can barely give it a recommendation of, to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. I they mean, just they, just some connective tissue is missing to make this almost work. Yeah, it's close because I mean, there there's for a movie like this, there's actually some surprisingly clever dialogue, even if it's all dubbed or most of it is dubbed. Um, there's a couple like clever jokes and things that are, that people say that almost make it enjoyable almost. along the way. Yeah. Um, and, and the strange thing is, is like, I, I, I personally, I was actually kind of digging how long they went without <laughs> piranha stuff. Cause it was like, it was, it was kind of getting to a point where it was becoming funny to me Yeah. where it was like, I was told there'd be piranha in this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just, you're just doing a club paradise thing on the beach. It's like, this is really weird. It went a real long time. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, like they, they don't, there is no like reestablishing of the piranha at any point. No. And if that opening scene didn't exist in certain versions, holy shit. Yeah. 45 minutes of nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I mean, it's it's kind of comical because of how long it goes with zero piranhaing. Yeah. 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 Um, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's I'm, I'm giving it a recommendation that it's kind of one of those like it's so bad you need to see it kind of things like is the way I'm looking at it. Like it's not it's not good in any stretch of the imagination, but it is entertaining from time to time. I the the one thing I will say overall in this movie that gave me entertainment is the the sound effect they use when a piranha latches onto someone's neck. It is just like someone hitting a mattress with a mallet. It is just this dry thud sound. Every time a piranha makes contact with someone it is just thud. And it's I don't know why that was funny to me. It should be like this wet splooshy kind of gross sound and mm-hmm. it's just thwap. <laughs> But yeah, the, they, the, they the, dubbed the, in like vampire bat sounds for the flying piranha. I mean, it's the number of times you see piranhas on a stick, too, is pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, the, <laughs> it's hard to make a piranha fly in 1981. It's hard to make a piranha fly now. Yeah. Because <laughs> <Well, I mean, laughs> they don't. But I mean, right. It, it's just yeah, it, mm, it's a it's a thing. It certainly is. Yeah. <sighs> It, it did give me a mild inspiration for a, another possible theme that we may do. We're mm-hmm. going to discuss, but uh, I don't know. That That's to be decided. Okay. We still have we still have crow movies to finish up. Boy, do we. So is that what we're doing? Are we doing like either every other week we're doing an actual yeah, poll? And I, then... I couldn't. I don't think I could handle just nonstop so crowing. Back and back crowing. Yeah. I figure like every, every time I put a crow thing in the poll, it's going to win. Hmm. So there would be no respite from it. But... Yeah, I, I, I can't. Not not in a row like that. Okay. Especially after that second one. Holy shit. Yeah. But anyway, uh, what's all this poll stuff we're talking about? Well, mm-hmm. if uh, if you're already a, uh, a patron of ours uh, at patreon.com slash bmfcast, you already know all this. But uh, if you're not, what we do is we give everybody the chance to vote on uh, BAMFcast Extra every week. We There's a list of titles, and you can just vote for all the ones you want to hear about, and that's how we that's how we pick our movies at this point, uh, until we come up with a crazy dumb theme and and <laughs> throw your opinions out. Well, but, we could still like decide, sure. let you decide which one, which one we do, but we'll yes. stack, stack the poll with exactly. a theme. Exactly. But um, yeah, so that that's what we're doing. We, we kind of let you guys steer steer the boat. But uh, yeah, this uh, this show is at the dollar tier. So if you want to hear this early, you're probably listening to this in March or April now. That's just, it's not relevant. Mm-hmm. It's only relevant now at the end of January. <laughs> right. We're yeah. recording. This. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> we just had a full moon and of the equinox. And right. The, the super blood dragon moon, moon times or something. <laughs> Here they come. Yeah. Uh, so that's already happened. And so, you know, whatever. Anyway. Thank you guys for being patrons. If you're not a patron, uh, thank you for listening. That's what I really wanted to say. Okay. So uh, we will just, be... just like the movie. You took a while to get there. Yeah. It, it's a <laughs> long way around. Yeah. Um, so uh, next week we will be back with more than likely a crow thing. Chances are it will be the first two episodes of the Mark DeCosco's TV show. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, is that the next thing in the timeline? Oh, yeah. Okay. That, that is the third crow entity is mm. the Mark DeCosco's television show. Mm. Not going to commit to watching the whole thing, but I think the first two episodes will give us a sense of what the hell they're doing. Mm. Uh, it is a retelling of the Eric Draven story. So let me make that noise one more time. Mm. There it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I didn't commit to that, but I'm, I'm with it, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, we like Mark DeCosco. We do. Yeah. yeah. He has charisma. He does. So. That's probably next week. Uh, So we will see you then. And I'm Chuck. And I'm Marlo. And this is Bamcast Extra. Out.